You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I am joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, what's going on? Hey, David. Uh, not, not much, just possibly a quarterback change and stuff like that. Yeah. Getting ready to go out of town for the I'll, game. I will tell you, I've uh, you know, I, I've covered uh, not every, not not most. I guess most games I've yes, covered. You- uh, Miami yeah. football games since yes, I started the Herald. Um, obviously, don't go on every road trip. Very rarely do I miss a home game. Um, never yeah. happier to miss a home game than I was on Saturday when I was down at uh, Homestead Miami Speedway uh, for some NASCAR stuff because, woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. What was your reaction? What was your um, – I, I didn't ask you. What was your reaction? Well, I, so I, I really did not watch very much of it at all. Um, gotcha. one, like I have, honestly haven't even really gone back and watched much of it. Cause what is there to say about a game where you turn the ball over eight times? Um, when they went up 20, what was, I think they were down what 17, 14 and a half time, um, and score right out of the gate. I was like, all right, they're going to be fine. Um, right. Without Tyler, especially, you know, what Jake throws a 74 yard touchdown, right. I think to, to Colby right out of halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, my reaction was how basically like, and not, you know, Miami has lost a lot of games to teams they should not have lost to. Um, they've lost in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, there've been games where it feels like it can't do anything on offense. There've been games like North Carolina uh, a couple of years ago where they give up a bajillion yards. There's even the middle tennis. This was a new way for Miami to lose eight turnovers. Um, what was it? Five fumbles. Is that right? Five fumbles. Um, um Yes. Yes, three three interceptions. Yeah, five and fumbles. five fumbles, four turnovers in the fourth even quarter. Even the FIU game, what I think they threw three interceptions in that game. Um, but a five fumble game—that's a new one. That doesn't happen very often in college football. Um, my reaction was, I didn't think it could get that ugly. Basically, no, nobody did. And when and by the fourth quarter. Like we thought we had it all under control when there were like five, when there were like four turnovers and and then into the fourth and then in the fourth quarter, um, they had four turnovers, UM. Right. And, um, I, you know, it was actually, it was 17, seven at halftime. 17, seven, Um, I scored twice. No, that's okay. But, but, um, so I read, like all the reporters in the press box, we were all like, okay, we got this, we got this. And then all of a sudden there's one turnover, another turnover, another turn. And everybody, you could hear everybody yelling in the press box. How, how many now, how many, how many fumbles again? How many interceptions? It was a count von count performance. 
how many Jake, how many, whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. Everybody was going crazy. Yeah. So um, pretty bad. Um, we'll oh. get to, as you said, as you alluded to, it sounds like Jake Garcia is going to start this weekend with Tyler Van Dyke uh, injured, um, injuring his, his arm in the first half of the Duke game. Um, our, our friend Manny Navarro uh, at the athletic uh, said he saw him in a sling on campus Monday um, yep. in sport. Uh, reported uh, yesterday or this morning? Um, I guess this morning. We're recording, that... we're recording this um, Wednesday source. afternoon. Um, reported that Jake will start and Tyler's out probably at least two weeks. But it will be reevaluated um, after the Florida State game. Correct. Um, and, you know, while Mario Cristobal did not confirm that today, he no. did say that Tyler's barely practiced and it's been Jake Garcia and the, the bulk of the reps at the first team. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll preview Jake Garcia's likely first start in the second half of the episode. Um, but we've, we'll, we got to start, I guess, but we'll, we'll zoom through Duke. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, who wants to talk about this game still, but um, it was really bad. Once in a um, lifetime. Come on. Once yeah, it was lifetime. really bad. I mean, I was, like I said, Miami has found a lot of ways to lose games over the last 15 years, basically. Um, and this was a new one. Um, and the thing that I think is discouraging about it. There's a lot of things mm -hmm. discouraging about, it. but the thing that is most discouraging about it um, was something I don't remember if we talked about it uh, on this show last week or something you just wrote about in, in some of your preview stuff was like, that's kind of the MO on what Duke does well. They were uh, entered the weekend 28th in the country and takeaways uh, way up the, in the national leaderboards and fumble recoveries. Um, you know, they go for those strips. It's the kind of their whole game plan. Um, and Miami, you know, a game where you lose five fumbles, you can, you know, fumbles in, in a lot of ways are kind of fluky. They're flukier than interceptions, right? The ball bounces the right way or, or it doesn't. Um, but even just putting well, the, the ground, like to lose five fumble recovery, to lose five fumbles means you got to fumble five times. And yeah, um, I, I have to, I mean, I think Mario and everyone said there was a point of emphasis going into the game. Um, and they lost, they kind of like played exactly into Duke's hand. And the other thing is, you know, Duke, that's a first year coaching staff too. So it's not like, um, like, like they have a big advantage in continuity and, and all that kind of stuff. No, I mean, yeah. And what I'm wondering is, and I, I wish I really wanted to ask Mario that today, but I had one question, one question. And I would, you know, I was the one who asked Mario did Tyler Van Dyke practice this right. week. That was a key, key question. Uh -huh. Okay. And um, so I couldn't ask what I wanted to about fumbling about, excuse me, turnovers. And how do you other, I know they work on them, always work yeah. on them. Okay. Ball security, but knowing what they know now, and it's in the players heads, I don't care what they say about moving on. Um, how do they, um, I don't know. How do they prepare them even psychologically? I, I don't know. Or can you from not, not getting in their head? I mean, Jalen Knighton, I think has now fumbled. I, I tweeted either two out of the last three games or three out of the last four games, a lot of games two maybe two out of the last three. Mm -hmm. And then um, two on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, that, um, 
Virginia, you know, that's in their head too, knowing that, you mm -hmm. know, what, how does it affect their play? How do they work on that and stuff? I, I think it's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. I'm not as, I mean, obviously Jake Garcia's performance was not good. Uh, two, two fumbles, three interceptions. I worry a little bit less about that because I, I kind of, when a backup quarterback gets thrown in, in the middle of the game, I, I tend to kind of like throw that performance out a little bit. Um, circumstance. Oh, plus yeah. The offensive line. I mean, yeah. A bunch kid. of offensive line injuries. Yeah. Um, the poor kid was getting killed just like yeah. Tyler, poor Tyler. Yeah. So I, I tend to kind of throw that out, but yeah, the, the, the concern is like, you know, the one thing we talk about with Miami football, it feels like every year is they're always like the most undisciplined team in the country. We feel, it feels like to us, right. And I'm probably not a hundred percent true, but probably pretty close to it. When you look over a 15 year stretch, like if you were to say which team has consistently been the most undisciplined, like Miami would probably be up there always one of the more penalized teams in the country. Last few years have missed more tackles than anyone else. Um, you know, bad quarterback play for a lot of these last 15 years um, leads to a lot of giveaways and, and turnovers. Um, bad O-line play a lot of the last 15 years has led to a lot of sacks and uh, with that, fumbles and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I think the whole idea with Mario Cristobal, like that's his whole sell. He had basically two sales points, right? Is like, I guess I'll say three. One was recruiting. That was the whole deal. Two was like physicality o-line play right o-line as i just mentioned has been one of the weaknesses of this program for the last 15 years um mario is a great offensive line coach uh both at oregon and alabama um and the third one is like he is the drill sergeant right he is the sort of militaristic no mistakes no uh you know like never never get too high like never you know basically perfection right and obviously you cannot implement that in one year um but they like they're not anywhere close to it right now and you know I, obviously yeah. that all those three three things he pitches just like any new coach who comes in um is going to it's going to take time whatever your strength is you you know you can't recruit an offensive line in one year you obviously can't recruit the kind of talent that he wants in one year um and you can't you know you he comes in, I keep saying it, like 10 to 15 of these players are his. Most of them are uh, Manny Diaz's or even Mark Ricks, some of them. Um, but, I mean, we, we, we just saw a turnover game unlike any we've ever seen for Miami. Um, the yeah, week before, we saw one of the most penalized performances in, in Miami history, even to, as they barely escape with a win against Virginia Tech in a game they probably should have won by a lot. Uh, a couple of weeks before that, we see them, you know, middle Tennessee, a different kind of undisciplined is just like defensive breakdown after defensive breakdown. And um, every week it's yeah. kind of something new and it's always really ugly. Yeah. I mean, and, and, uh, and last week it was just almost sad. They had after the, after this, the, what was it? 17 turnover i'm trying to i mean penalties for 159 yards 16 but, or 17 uh, i don't remember the exact number yeah i think it was 17 uh, uh, and then they got it down to three penalties for 30 know, that's the other thing it's kind of like uh you know the, it's good the the three. Season, they give up a bajillion yards and then the north carolina game they play the best defense ever anyone has played against north carolina all year like they cannot sustain anything either which is kind of baffling yeah i mean so so mario has stayed a, a 
you know, I mean, obviously he's, he's one of the best recruiters in the yeah. nation and that he still is. Cause you said, you think these guys, you're the recruiting guru. You think they're, they're sticking the guys he has for this coming season. Right. I think so. The ones who are, I've said it a couple of times on the show. I think the ones who are committed will stay committed. I mean, everyone, you know, even if they were seven and zero right now, like you're going to lose kids sometimes, right? Like, it, right. It so I'm not going to say that all 17 kids who are committed right now will sign, but I think a pretty big majority of it will. And potentially all 17. I'm, I'm not saying anyone is on the verge of not, but I'm, they're, they're going to, I think they're going to be fine keeping the class together pretty close to intact. But yeah, it, it can't, it can't help, you know, winning can only help. And yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, but so that's parts great, but the other stuff, you know, the, I mean, the, the, the offensive line is, um, is now I think 96 nationally in sacks per game in allowing 96 allowing sacks per game. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me see, sacks allowed. Yes, 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 yes. Ten, uh, 2.57 a game, you know, times whatever. Um, just, uh, but it's getting worse. Yeah. Well, obviously, and, getting, and the injuries obviously haven't helped, but yes. Yeah. The I mean, injuries thought, have definitely. Uh, it, one of the strengths of this offense. And a big reason we thought it was going to be was because we thought Zion Nelson was maybe the best player on this team. And now we we don't think, I mean, he might not be back. Yeah, the way Mario season. Cristobal talked about this, it on Monday, I mean, he didn't rule out the possibility that he will not play again this year, which this, is this not a good sign I mean, for a guy who I think we we all expected to be ready to go by the Texas A&M game, and he was, and, and I think, you know, there was a thought that maybe he wasn't going to miss any time after uh, knee surgery in the summer. But I, I wonder what this, I mean, setback, he keeps saying, you know, he said setback. I, I just don't know what that means, you know, well, so. We haven't seen practice since week one of the season, so we haven't. No. If he's we been out so we don't or, re- or limited or or anything, um, it's hard hard to know. Yeah, and uh, just a, uh, I don't know. I hope they can get over it. I really do. On the road, they play better on the road, in my opinion. So uh, maybe well, other than maybe have this year, quarter. right? What are they? They're. Uh, I mean, they've lost already three games at home and. I mean, they lost to Africa, yeah, they're, but they're two yeah. and three at home. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Miami's lost the last three games at yeah, Hard last Rock. Three at Hard Rock. Yeah, last three at Hard Rock. Um, so and Virginia, you know, the, I mean, Virginia beat Georgia Tech, but that was ugly last week. I mean, that that was a Thursday night game, so they've had a little more time between games, um, but. Um, they're Virginia's three and four and one and three. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, we we talked about it last week. Last <laughs> week we, we did our very. Uh, we've had a couple episodes that have gotten outdated really quickly because of the schizophrenic nature of this team. Um, but we went from uh, after last week. I think both of us. What did, I think both of us said they would make a bowl, right? Because they had. I think I said oh, seven yeah. and five. Maybe you said six and six or seven and five. Um, and we said, oh, they got a couple of games they should win. We, they got Duke, they got Virginia, and they've got Georgia Tech. Um, and now, nope, no. Well, nope. I don't know. They have to win. They have to win three out of the last five. Right. And they still have a lot of win. I mean, again, they're favored this weekend at Virginia. They'll be favored, I would think, at Georgia Tech, but Georgia Tech's playing a lot better now. 
um, since they fired Jeff Collins. Um, Pitt is not very good at home. They could be favored in that game, but I mean, Pitt's David, they're favored, favored at every game. Miami's favored every game. And then they Clemson or Florida State. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying is, is, you know, they, they dropped one of those. I mean, Duke at home, like that was supposed to be like pencil that one in, pen that one in almost. Um, well, that, exactly. And so now if you say uh, uh, three out of five, um, uh, nothing's a gimme for me. To no, me. Nothing, right. Yeah. Because they're one of the, they're one of the worst teams in power five right now. I, nothing's a gimme. So I, I don't like some, I, nothing, zero is a yeah, gimme exactly. for Miami. And, 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 and nobody thinks they're going to beat Clemson. So in a way they have to win three out of four to get. Yeah. And, and they're going to be pretty heavy underdogs. I would, I mean, maybe not because it'll be a home game, but Florida state is a lot better than Miami right now. Well, yeah, we'll see, but that game, they get up. That, that'll be, that'll be wild. Um, the, uh, so I guess we should, you know, the, the big topic of conversation where seven games into the Mario Cristobal era is like, we're already at like referendum time (laughs) kind of, um, because, um, it was your, the lead, I thought a very funny lead to your story on Monday. Um, you asked the first question of Mario's press conference, basically a, a big picture question. Like, um, I think you're, you're specifically asked. You know, what were some of the deficiencies you saw with this inadequacies program? inadequacies that, that was the word that's what he told qam right um and he was like oh, i want to talk about the next game instead and then no one asked him about the next game as he said well no he said i'll i'll answer everything right, answer, I'd really rather credit, to his credit he answered every question he did answer everything and he, he has he's been great of, and he got a lot of uh, I don't want to say hard questions because how hard could a question about football be right like it's not like there's scandals that we're asking about or anything it's just like, right. what's wrong with this program? How, like, why are you the right guy? That kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, he answered it all. And there's only so much, you know, what, how much. He didn't can, answer specifically. He can't, what's he going to say? Right, well, what can you say? And what can an answer do to change what? anything? Um, you know, it's, it's Miami gave him a lot of money. Uh, he's clearly this year is not living up to that $8 million salary he's making. Um, but. You, I mean, the the case that he makes, and I think it's a reasonable case, is like they have to build this up from the ground up. And, um, you know, we've, we've t- gone through this whole rigmarole every week at this point, it feels like. But, uh, you know, they, they're, they're fully looking to the future. I know, like, he can say we're worried on a week-by-week basis, but I'll, I'll tell you what, if they were worried about winning – nine ten games this year they would have they would probably be running a different offense they would um have probably handled the portal differently right you know as i said last week it's not like they had a manny diaz you know jalen phillips quincy roche um kj osborne like they didn't get a bunch of nfl other than akeem mesador and daryl jackson i guess but it's not like they were getting in now those are young guys for the most part they weren't getting all americans through the portal um you know they wide receiver was a deficiency that they didn't handle but um you know they're they gotta there's only so much you know what can he prove now at this point right i mean if you beat clemson and florida state yeah i guess you prove a lot but like uh at this point they just gotta i mean they gotta right now they don't look like 
what kind of team Mario Cristobal was promising they would be, right? Whether directly nope. or just what we expected based on his track record and all that kind of stuff. And that's now, you know, obviously you'd like them to make a bowl. You'd like him to win some big games, but more than anything else, they just gotta, they gotta look like a team that, I mean, I've said it a million times. They don't have an identity. It doesn't feel like, and they gotta, they gotta oh. look like a Mario Cristobal team here in the next couple of weeks, or all we're going to have to go off of what a Mario Cristobal team looks like is this, and this isn't good. No. And it, and it, it felt like they did. They were getting an identity. I wrote a story saying they have an identity. It's as a passing team. Right. Because they were, because Tyler was all of a sudden doing great again and, you know, really winging the ball and, mm-hmm. and, and they, and they got a receiver. I mean, this kid's good. Yeah. Uh, we should Colby. Say, like, let's finish this and then we'll talk real quick about Colby Young because this is an awesome. Okay. Story. Let's finish this. All right. But the, anyway, they were gaining an identity and I don't know. Now it's all over the place. So, Anyway, that's that's a good segue into Jake Garcia, who we we assume. I mean, I I, I don't see how Tyler Tyler was in a sling, and you know he he looked he was very he looked like he was very hurt mm-hmm. uh, last game, and I mean, you know his arm was against it. I mean, he just didn't did not look good. You could tell, and he and I and I've heard he has not practiced this week at all. Uh, even though Mario said he, uh, you know. He took very few snaps or whatever he yeah, said. I mean, you can always say, oh, he took limited part in practice and that means he went through stretching or something, right? Yeah, like, he, took, he took, I don't know, whatever. Very, But um, I, we'll all be in shock if he's not going to, they're not, he's not going to play. I, I just don't see even, you know, though we haven't gotten that straight. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is Jake's time, at least for that day it certainly appears to be at least that day he would get his first start if he starts first career start and he's had he has played um he's played several games in his career and he's had a lot of actually a, a good amount right of playing time when you say um, for a guy who's a redshirt freshman I, he's played a yeah, lot i mean 39 of 40 32 of 49 yeah, played season. played a, what half the game against central connecticut state last year when he before he got hurt um and then this yeah, year i mean played meaningful snaps in two games so he's been sacked six times for a guy um, who's only played in like five games and has only been healthy for uh what 11 games in his career yeah he's played a lot yeah he's he's been in there and played a lot but i i you know it's going to be interesting to see uh if he starts how they streamline the offense um i don't know if they keep it a little simpler or uh, like you said when you're thrown in the middle of a game and it's all hairy and harried and crazy but they're going to have a it's going to be interesting to see uh, what josh gaddis does the offensive coordinator and they've been running so poorly yeah that um and the offensive line has not been doing well that, that, I mean, they kind of need to run a little bit this week. Um, but can they? Yeah. I mean, Henry Parrish's return definitely helped a little bit. And yes. I guess it seems but, like Ja'Kai Clark is. Yes. He said today. To yeah. Back at center. Um, he said Ja'Kai is going to be back. Cause I think Jonathan Dennis is really hurt. Yeah. And obviously. So, um he shown is hurt who's a starting guard they've rotated they played three yeah, different he, starters now at right guard Lawrence seymour getting his first start last week so right um it's not a great situation for jake garcia to come into except for that 
uh, Colby Young is like, looks like a potential like first round NFL draft pick. Um, yeah. It's six five yeah. and just you know you can just throw it. He's he's a guy who can make contested catches, which is um, I don't know a uh, an, an experienced quarterback's dream, kind of. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think that running and 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 that running game is going to be really important. Now, do they hand it off to Jalen? I think they're not too pleased with that. Well, situation. yeah, I mean, Henry Paris is definitely going to be the guy. I mean, you can't play one running back mostly unless right and yeah and Walker or Sean Tucker or something. But what happened to Thad Franklin? Yeah, they just said he just didn't play. It wasn't an injury. Yeah, he said he's fine. It's just weird. So I, I don't know. Um, they got to run the ball. They really have to. They have to run the ball. Or, I mean, I or Jake is just going to get, you know, pounded. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. Yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough situation for Jake Garcia, but um i don't know i i like i said at the top i I throw out a little bit last game and kind of i feel like he can you know is he better than tyler van dyke probably not um but can he still (laughs) get it done this weekend i i think so right we've seen enough we've seen enough positive signs from him um you know, he made a big throw uh, to Keyshawn Smith in the first drive. He came in against Middle Tennessee, set him up for a touchdown there. Obviously, he leads two, throws two quick touchdowns when he checks. Well, not right after he checks in, but in the you know start of the second half um, on Saturday, including the the one long one to Colby Young. Um, I know it was just Central Connecticut State last year, but obviously he was uh, really good in that <laughs> too. Um, he was really good. Listen, David, I think this guy was a big recruit, right? He's the biggest quarterback. He's good. A long time I mean, Jake's yeah, he's really talented. He has a great arm. He's really, he, he, I, everything good about him. The only thing is he doesn't have a lot of experience on, on this level. And, um, will he panic? Well, I, uh, and, I don't and, think there's a lot of help, right? You mentioned the offensive line. If he's under pressure, that's when young quarterbacks struggle, right? Tyler that's, Van Dyke, a lot of the reason he was great last year is because they blocked really well for him, right? Like right. for a guy who got thrown in in the middle of the season, he 
other than really the first couple of games, he never looked frazzled. And part of that is because he wasn't getting hit all the time. Um, in no, the running game, no. right? Like Jake's going to have to win the game, right? In all likelihood, you're not going to win this game by running for 200 yards. Now, I think here's the thing. Jake, well, when I mean, what I meant by panicked or frazzled, whatever, uh, it's it's when everything breaks down. Right. Is he going to be smart enough or is he going to have enough control to to stop, to not think, oh, I'm just going to throw it up. This guy looks like he could catch the ball and then it gets picked off. He needs to be able to have self-control and throw the ball out of bounds, that kind of thing. And a lot of times that takes a while for a quarterback. I've seen several new Miami quarterbacks and they all have to. Especially kind of when they were like a superstar their whole life. Right. Like, which Jake has been like you, you play hero ball. Right. No, I think, I think young quarterbacks, you know, one of two ways, right. One, either they're just not competent enough to like try the hard throws. Right. Or they're too competent and make, try to make too difficult of throws. And it's striking that perfect balance, which is tough to do. Right. Again, I, they're playing on the road, right? So maybe the Virginia fans will show up and that'll get Miami psyched up or something. Maybe it'll help them a little. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, what do you make? So Jake, like I said, he started off really well, obviously Saturday, right. Um, leads them to a quick comeback right at the start of the second half. And then yeah. kind of melts down. What, like, what did you kind of make of his performance? And oh, do you like like we were just saying, like, did it just kind of unravel on him? Like, is that what you kind of the sense you got of, of what happened on Saturday when when it got bad? It just snowballed. Yeah, that's the sense I got. I mean, as soon as they, I, I, I think uh, Mario Cristobal said this and I think it's correct when the U.M. had two quick touchdowns in the third quarter, the mm-hmm. 71 yard pass that you're talking about yeah. um, to Colby Young. And a 34-yard pass to Will Mallory. Um, So at that point, Miami uh, took over. I mean, was leading 21 to 17. They were down 10 at the half, as we said, and and all of a sudden we're ahead. Yeah, now they're up 21-17. But then Duke Duke sustained an 18-play, 79-yard drive. Um, And that was it. That was it. It's like an 80-yard drive. 9.22 of the clock, they ate. Nine minutes and 22 second drive and that kind of and so Miami's defense was out there forever and that um that kind of took that took the wind out of Miami I mean there were you know and as far as Jake it just yes it just went downhill from there then they were playing panic kind of or playing you know trying to come from behind and I it just uh yeah, it's like it's like they always say with pitchers, right? Like if they have to wait out a long inning, sometimes it kind of ends their day, right? It was like, especially with a young quarterback where you're not used to the rhythms of a football, of a college game and all that. Yeah. A, a long and Duke, yeah, Duke, Duke got pumped up. Yeah. And as you said, they've got a good, that's their whole shtick is they force a lot of turnovers. And um, right. Miami fell in, right into their hands in that regard. Um, and, yeah. So, like, well, what are your expectations for Jake this weekend, though? Do you, do you set any, or do you, like, or are there benchmarks you kind of look for? What, what, what do you want to see? I mean, because here's the other thing I guess we should say is we're talking about – we talked in the first half of the episode that, like, Miami's looking at the future now, whether or not they admit it. Like, they – I mean, you see the way the freshmen, guys like Nigel e. Kelly and Wesley Vesaint, they're getting more and more snaps. They're clearly not – worried about Jakari Brown's red shirt. Like he's getting in there now in, in, in spots. Um, 
you know, their best receiver is Colby Young, who's a sophomore. Um, yeah. They're, you know, a lot of their best defensive players are, are freshmen or sophomores, juniors. Um, Jake Garcia might be the quarterback for this whole thing next year, right? I mean, who knows with Tyler's injury, what that's going to do for his his draft prospects and stuff like that. But uh, I don't think, yeah, Tyler, I don't think the draft is, I know it's early. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't see it as an option. He's not going right in now. the first round, but I mean, if you're a good quarterback, you still get drafted, right? Like, so my point is, I'm not saying that it's definitely going to happen, but there's a chance that Jake, I mean, Jake Garcia is always the plan has always been. He's the quarterback of the future. We, we get a little glimpse of the future this weekend. I think that's, what's most interesting to me right now. If I'm a Miami fan looking for reasons to, to get excited about this thing is like, um, we're not, obviously we're not passing judgment on Jake Garcia based on uh, Saturday, but you know, it's a bit important learning experience for him, for, for a guy who might, uh, like I said, might be might be the team's quarterback next year, including, by the way, uh, the future, including Jakari Brown. So <laughs> I'm I, I'm positive that he's going to get in this game in some way. And who knows? I, I, I don't think they're going to. By the way, you said, what do I expect? I expect what I would like is no interceptions. And um, uh yeah, and and it, the thing is, if he runs too much, they they can't afford to get him hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, they yes, they have Jakari Brown, but you know, Mario said today that Peyton Matoka took uh, took saps too. Took yeah, I mean, he has to. He's the third string quarterback right now. Got reps, yeah. So um, a third string yeah, quarterback who's never gotten close to touching the field in any meaningful capacity meaningful right for sure so i i what i expect what i would like is no picks that's kind of asking a lot right yeah i'm not because like i want to see him be aggressive right that's his his mo is he's gonna like to right uh, and um uh, yeah see but i'm, I would like I'm more worried about the, the like completion percentage number right and not even like i don't want to just well because that maybe that is what i want i want to see him check down sometimes, right? I want to see him make the smart plays. I want, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like he's boomer bust, right? Which is, um, I think we saw that. It was kind of the middle Tennessee game, right? He comes in, he, that first drive is awesome. Um, it hits a bomb and makes some good throws. And then by the end of the game, his numbers were like, yeah, cause like, he didn't yeah, but now David, remember people are now, they're all watching Jake. Yeah. I mean, For the last two years, they're all watching Jake. Everybody knows his tendencies. Everybody knows they're going to watch everything. Everything. Yeah. You, um, Virginia defense is pretty good. So, yep. So, I I don't know. I I don't, I'm not saying I expect a UM win. I, I'm really hoping that UM wins. I don't think I, you can bank on a UM win ever again this season, basically, unless they prove otherwise. Um, definitely a winnable game, um, but. Yeah, like you said, it's or you can't you can't expect anything from Miami right now. They they've it's been um, you know it's very similar to the last couple of years, right? And it's been With exception to the one Dierra King season. Every other every other yeah. year, except for the Dierra King year and the uh, the Orange Bowl season, we're right back to where Miami is every single year. Yeah, and by the way, I know we got to end this soon, but the the fans. 
have clearly kind of split into two factions. <laughs> okay, there's one faction that is just so ticked off at the hiring of Mario now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just, you know, why did we spend 80 million on this? And then, um, and then the other half is just as, uh, you know, just as uh, strong in their convictions that he is going to bring this program back and that it takes time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we trust in Mario and Mario, we trust. Yeah. And I think the correct answer is probably somewhere in the middle. They got, they should be much better this year, but I think you can still believe in Mario's long-term vision is, is kind of the way I come down on this. Um, I asked him a very poorly worded question on Monday. Uh, he gave an okay answer too, basically about like, you know, when he stepped in at Oregon, he was, got promoted. He'd been there for a long time and knew the personnel, knew what, this program strengths and weaknesses were obviously Miami was learning it all from the out, outside. Um, you know, I, I, I think, I think the way he handles this coming off season will be much different than the way he handles his first off season, just in, you know, he goes in and now he knows, all right, we got to hit the portal for this and this. And uh, we need to focus on recruiting these types of kids. Um, so I, I think the year, year one to year two jump, um, for most coaches is the big one. Um, you would just like year one to be on better, I guess. Um, all right. We're about to run out of time here. So uh, thanks as always for listening. Uh, you can follow Susan Miller Degnan on Twitter at S Miller Degnan. Um, she will be up in Char- beautiful Charlottesville, Virginia this weekend. Um, beautiful. Probably going to be in pretty Weird. nice weather, I would guess, right? I think it's going to be in the 50s. Yeah, it's pretty um, nice. Fall in Virginia is pretty good. You went to you went to school in Syracuse, so you think that. But yeah, it's it's going to be beautiful. It, it will. Um, yeah, follow her as she is up there for uh, potentially and likely Jake Garcia's first start as a Miami Hurricane. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at db wilson too. Um, Do we have I will also be off the, out, out of town this weekend up up in New Hampshire at, a, at another wedding because it's, wedding tour. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm 30 years old. It's what happens. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it might, I'm supposed to be in the 30s where I am this weekend. So I'm, I'm envious Ooh. that uh, 50 whatever degree weather you're going to have in Virginia. Um, but I'll, I'll be paying attention. It's a Friday night wedding. So I'll actually, I'll, I'll, well, yeah, I'll, oh. I'll probably be uh, finding somewhere to watch the games on, on a it might be hard to get them to put on the Miami Virginia game in New Hampshire on a Saturday afternoon. Well, when, get out your little phone. I, I guess it'll be on TV, right? That's Boston College ACC footprint. I, would I don't think it's ACC, right? Isn't it? It's Bally. Well, it's local, it? but but that means it's probably on like the local channel wherever you know. Reg, it's regional sports networks, right? Regional. I'm saying I think New Hampshire is probably technically ACC country because Boston College. <laughs> the nearest big program Good uh, point. other than UNH, which I think is probably FCS, I would guess. Um, but anyway, hopefully I'll be able to watch. I'm cur- I'm really curious to see what Jake's going to look like. So um, I think it'll be pretty interesting. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks as always for listening and we will talk to you guys next weekend. <laughs>